0: Okay, we're recording and we're getting moving here. So I want to thank everybody for coming today to our monthly free webinar. And today, this is Valerie Van Boeven, by the way. I'm a registered nurse and uh, the co-owner of LTC Expert Publications. And the other co-owners on the line, my business partner for many years, George Novison. Hi, George. Hi, Val. Hi, everyone. And so we're going to go through is your home care website a lead generator, the good, the bad, and the ugly? And at the end, we will take questions. And here's how we take questions. What we do is we ask you to use the Questions Center on your little dashboard there. You can type in a question anytime you want. I I won't take questions until the very end, but um, you're welcome to go ahead and chat, or put your questions in there in the Questions Center. And at the end, I'll go through in order and uh, get all your questions answered. So having said that, let's just get moving here. Here's my agenda. We're going to move through a lot of information really fast. And I am recording this, so I will send out the replay to everyone. Uh, We're going to look at some ugly websites that have won some ugly website awards. We're going to look at some great websites. We're going to talk about Don't Make Me Think, Call to Action, Messages, Phone and Forms, Testimonials, Your Content, Social Media, SEO, I'm going to do a little bit of a recap. I'm going to answer some questions that that commonly that um, our home care agency owners have about Google AdWords, and then I'll take any questions or answers. So we have a lot to cover today. We're going to go through it fast, and at the end I'll be sure and answer all of your questions. So the first thing we're going to do is look at ugly websites. One of my favorite things to laugh at. So what I did was I looked for the 2015 Ugly Website winners, and I took some screenshots of those for you to see. It's hard to read the words here, but I'm just going to give you a real brief overview of Ugly Websites because it's kind of funny and it's kind of horrifying at the same time. I don't even know. um, This is Gates and Fences in Miami, Florida, and this is their website for real, and this is their website right now. So this is an ugly website. This is arngren.net, and this is another ugly website winner. Too much junk. And As a matter of fact, this one has too many words. So if you take some lessons from these ugly websites, this one has too many words. We don't want a bunch of words. Too many images, too much junk, unorganized. This is really bad. Who is penny juice? I don't know what penny juice is, but I don't want to know at this point. because this rainbow of insanity is really crazy. So this is an Ugly Website Award winner. This is Bath Magic. And they were another Ugly Website winner. You can tell why. That lady is pretty crazy right there. I don't know what's in her bathtub, but that's pretty gross, too. It's like maybe she killed somebody. Um, and so this is just you know too much going on here, and it's not good. This is Wholesale Meats. Um, <laughs> That's pretty gross, and I don't even think it's in the United States because it says "Call us on zero two four seven six three six I don't even think this is it. I don't know where this is, but it's definitely um not good. You can even get their free ringtone if you want. I wonder what that is. This is Mr. Bottles, and Mr. Bottles has always had an ugly website. Mr. Bottles has music that plays as soon as you go to his website. He's been on my webinars. I've done ugly website webinars. This isn't the first time. Uh, Mr. Bottles has always been on our website, and he continuously wins the Ugly Website Award, and he's in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. So if you're looking for some bottles, you want, might want to check out Mr. Bottles. And this is poor old, what's her name here? Oh, Jamie Lynn. Jamie Lynn just has too much going on, too many crazy pictures, too much weird stuff. I don't know who created this, but it's pretty bad. So these are some ugly websites, and the common denominator is that they're unorganized. You don't know what to do. There's too much to do. There's too much stuff. This is not feng shui at all. This is horrifying. So, but that's what she teaches. So anyway, that's just a funny look at some ugly websites that won the Ugly Website Awards for 2015. So now we're going to talk about some great websites. And I'm going to flip through a few of these. These are what home care websites, you know, they don't have to look exactly the same, but this is a sample of what some home care websites should look like in 2016. They're organized, they're easy to read, you can see the call to action. I'll get more into all of that. But these are very clear, very easy, and very organized, and not a whole lot of words. This is, and, and just as a disclaimer, some of these we created and some of these we did not, but we like all of them. So this is another home care website. This is Residential Home Health. This is Devoted Guardians. This is, and these are just the top of the website. This is just a screenshot of the top of the websites. And you can see the common denominator here on a well-organized, clean, easy-to-read website. There's not a lot of text, um, and it's easy to find their phone number. or how to contact them. This is Tinder Rose. I really like that. So those are some good websites, and I'm going to come back to those in just a minute. But I wanted to give you some example or some some information on why those websites are good and what your lead is looking for. So who is your target market? Your target market are the adult children and the family members of of aging parents and of aging family members. Um, What you want to make sure your website does as soon as someone lands on it is solve my problem and don't make me think. That is really what you need to do. Don't make them think, don't make them search. Tell them that you have a solution to their problem. So consider your audience. They're not very web savvy sometimes. Sometimes they are, sometimes they're not. Um, And they're definitely not home care savvy. So when someone picks up the phone and calls you, they don't even know who pays for home care, much less what home care is or how it works or who's going to come to the house. They don't know anything about it. You do because you work in the industry, but they don't. So you have to take things slow and make it simple. They don't talk the talk, they don't walk the walk, they have never had this problem before and they're overwhelmed and they're upset sometimes. So just like the street sign is too confusing, you want to make sure that your website is not too confusing and pointing them in too many directions. So you need to have very clear call to action on your website. And the only thing you should be asking that person to do is either call you, pick up the phone, make a call, or fill out the form. And some of the words that we use for fill out the form are the words, get started or start here, or start now, or, or whatever, so, or contact us. So any of those will work, but you want them to either pick up the phone or fill out a form. Those are the only two actions that you really want that person to take. And those are the only two actions they really want to take. They just want to know how they can get a hold of somebody and, and, and quickly. So if you look at this website again, and you look at the very top of it, you can see my two big red arrows there. It's very easy to know two things about this website. Number one, what areas they serve in California, and number two, how to get a hold of them right now. Call today, 877-572-3411. Okay, so very easy, very clear, not hidden. You don't have to search for it. Call today, big bold letters. And then, this is all above the fold, meaning it's, it's above the sight line, so you don't have to scroll to see this information. If you want to find senior home care in your community, you can click on that little blue bar right there, and it'll drop down all the different towns and counties that Provident Care serves. If you want to get started, there's a clear Get Started button right there, and you can click on that, and you can get started. So all we really care about is if they fill out a form, which is the Get Started button, or they call us. And those are very clear, very easy to read, and you can get see them very quickly. Hold on one second here. All right, so you wanna keep your messages on your homepage very short, very simple, and to the point here's another example. So we're on our Devoted Guardians website. We like this website. They have several messages, but they're very clear and they're very short. So at the top you see affordable in-home care for the entire Phoenix metro area. And then they're easy to read phone numbers. And then you see a few messages. One is keeping clients safe, happy, and healthy in their home while promoting a quality of life with dignity. And then below that you see that same set of messages again. Devoted Guardians provides in-home living assistance solutions for seniors or disabled clients and their families and their big, bold phone numbers. That is exactly the way you want your website to read. You can repeat short messages, but you want to be very clear about the areas you serve and you want to be clear about how they can get a hold of you quickly. If we were to scroll down a little bit on Devoted Guardians' website, you would see some more very short messages. So Getting Started, Alzheimer's and Dementia Care, Caring for Our Caregivers, and then some more very short messages about their caregivers, specialty services, and their testimonials. So these are not hard to read. They're very easy. You can click on anything, and it'll take you to the right place. So short, easy messages with pictures are what people like to see. They're not going to be confused by that. Okay, here's a different website, and if you were to scroll down the page, um, you would see some different, um, this one's built a little differently. It's built to scroll all for a long, long time. But one of the really short messages that I like on their home page is that they have this little piece called Home Health Care at a Glance. Now, they're not private duty, they're home health care, so they're Medicare certified, so they kind of give you the process here. There's four steps. And then they have a little video that illustrates that that's really cute. So this is really short information and a cute video you can watch. Um, That is really super easy on the brain and helps people understand more about their services. So is it all worth it? And the only way you can know if it's all worth it is once you have a website like this and you're doing all the things that I'm about to tell you that I haven't even gotten to yet, you have to do a little bit of tracking. You want to know, you want to track every form that comes in from your website and every phone call. So we always, and and not everybody does this, but there are two ways to track your phone calls. Of course, you can record every form that comes in on your website, you're going to see all of those. But for every call that comes in, there are two ways that you can track them. One is by asking the caller, how did you hear about us? And you may get mixed responses. Well, I searched on Google, or my friend Mary told me about it, and then I searched on Google, or something like that. But you want to make sure you ask every time you pick up the phone and it's a new person, how did you hear about us? That's one way, and you have to write it down. Um, The other way is to have a call tracked and recorded line, and a lot of our clients do that. So they can go back at the end of the month and listen to all the calls that came in throughout the month. And when they listen to those calls, they can mark them as a lead versus an employment call, wrong number, solicitation, referral, whatever they want to mark them as. So at the end of the month, you should be able to track how many forms came in, how many calls came in, and what kind of calls they are. And then you'll know what kind of traffic your website is bringing to you and if people are actually getting where they need to be, to the phone number and to the form. Testimonials. And I'm going to talk about the parts and pieces of a website that should be included. And your website is great if it has all of these Aesthetics and it's got the great call to action. But one thing we want to make sure that your website has or has access to are testimonials. You have to have testimonials. And it's always better if you use a third party testimonial site. And I'm just going to give you my opinion on testimonials um, because uh, home care agencies tend to have some challenges here. One of the things that I recommend is that you always have some of your testimonials on a third-party review site. There are lots of places you can do that. There's Angie's List, there's Care.com, Caring.com, there's Yelp, and there's Google My Business. The challenges are with some of these, not all of them, and then Senior Service Reviews that you see right in front of you is another one. um, But there's some challenges with these services. And one of them is that, for instance, on Google My Business, and Yelp, um, and by the way, you do not have to have a Yelp account, um, is that if someone leaves a bad review, a disgruntled employee, a crazy family member, or someone who just cannot be appeased, if they leave a bad review, it will never go away. You can rebut it, you can ask Google to take it down, they won't. Um, they're not that interested in your personal issues with that person or whether it's true or not true. They can't possibly monitor all of that or care about it because it's just too overwhelming. So um, my recommendation is that you always use a third-party testimonial service that allows you to make the testimonials that are good live on the Internet and allow you to treat the ones that aren't so good as a private customer service issue between you and that client and that family or you and that disgruntled employee so that you're not allowing folks to send out horrible things about your business that may not be true all over the internet. So senior service reviews is one of those third-party testimonial services and review services that does that. And when you have good reviews out there, and this this site is coded so that Google knows it's a valid review service. And when Google sees that you have reviews out there, it tends to treat your website better and a little differently. Here is an example of one of our clients who has 101 reviews. Um, And I know it's not easy to get them, but the difference here is that this client asks for them every single time. They send out um, forms that people can fill out by hand. They ask people to review them online. And folks go here and they have accumulated 101 reviews on senior service reviews, and that's outstanding. So unlike a famous steakhouse in your area that might get 1,000 reviews in a year, a home care agency is lucky to have 100 reviews over the course of a year or two years. Um, And one bad review can really... Um, give you all a black eye and we've seen that happen and it's super unfortunate. So directing folks to a service like Senior Service Reviews that allows you as an admin um, to make sure your best face is forward, best foot forward, um, you can control some of that. Okay, so that is testimonies. That's part of your website. That's part of your internet marketing. So now let's talk about content a little bit. Everybody asks me, what kind of content should I have on my home care website? And the answer is you need a lot of content and you need a lot of new content all the time. So anytime you're going to add content to your website, you want to make sure you're at least adding a, a, an article that's between 4 and 500 words, an article that has a photo because people love pictures. It has to be unique and not copied from others. It should be about elder care, senior care. It shouldn't be about dog treats. It should be about your community. It should be about your community involvement, so all those senior fair speaking engagements, stuff that you host, stuff that you co-host, um, you sponsor, co-sponsor, anything you're doing in your community. But the main thing to remember about content on your website is that it needs to be unique to you. You cannot copy and paste content from another website and expect that Google will say, yeah, you're great. Let's give you a number one spot on the first page of Google for your keyword phrase. They're not going to do that because you're just copying and pasting content. So here is what um, it looks like at the bottom of a website. So if you have a website that has unique content, I put some arrows here to show you a few different things. But the one on the right-hand side, all the way to the right, where it says news from from our newsroom, that is, a list or an RSS feed of all of the unique content that's coming into that website. So it's just the titles. That's not, if you click on one, you'll be taken to that and I'll show you that in just a second. The other thing I want to point out, since we just talked about testimonials, is that you see the big red Arrow in the middle, it's pointing to read our testimonials. And in this case, this client has it pointing to read our certified reviews on SeniorServiceReviews.com. So they have that there. And then I just wanted to point out that it's always nice to have either some, uh, uh, your location, your address, which has some coding behind it to tell Google that this is you and that this is where you are, or a Google Map. Um, Either way, those kinds of things are really nice to have at the bottom of your website. So we're going to keep talking about content here for just a second. So this is what a blog post would look like. Um, In our case, LTC Expert Publications writes content for our clients every single week. So we put the blog post up on the website and we do that for our clients every week. What we also encourage them to do, and we are pretty good at this and we teach us a lot, so it actually does happen, believe it or not, is that we teach them to provide us with company news, Um, and that means any kind of internal news they may have, like caregiver of the month, celebrating caregiver work anniversaries, and any external news, like those senior fairs, and um, speaking engagements, and people that they've met that they want to highlight on their blog, things like that. So there's the educational content that we provide, and there's the internal and external news about their company that they provide. And when you put those two things together, you really do have great SEO on your website. Monthly newsletter. This is another thing that I encourage you to have. Um, It is hard to do if you don't automate it. So what we do at LTC is we set up an automated monthly newsletter. It does not have to be fancy. People are not gonna take that much time to read your newsletter. So the main things you want to do with a newsletter are this. You want to avoid follow-up failure. And what that means is that for every person that you meet and every business card that you collect and every person that, you know, every referral source, every uh, client or consumer or prospect, you want to make sure you get an email address for them, put them in your newsletter list, and make sure they're receiving your monthly messages. Um, It should be automated. And we set that up for our clients so that it goes out every month, they don't have to worry about it. We don't have to worry about it, and it just happens. It should go out to everyone on your contact list, both professionals and consumers. What we see happen is that on the days that the newsletter goes out, your Google Analytics traffic goes way up, and the communication between you and all those people that are receiving your newsletter that goes up too. So the lady that's been um, maybe deleting your newsletter for the last six months, she goes on there. She gets your Her mother falls and breaks her hip. She goes into her email box one day realizing that she's in a, a bit of a crisis where she's going to have to find some home care for a mom when she gets home from the rehab center. She sees your newsletter on that seventh month. She doesn't delete it. She opens it up and she makes a phone call or hits reply and says, you know what, I need help for my mom this month and I'm wondering if somebody could call me. So it's always worth it to have an automated monthly newsletter. Here's an example of one of ours that we send out. Again, you can see it's very simple, very easy to read, very clean. Um, The reason we make it so clean and easy to read is number one, because we want older eyes to be able to see it. But number two, we wanna make sure that it passes through a lot of those spam filters. The more HTML you have, the more they get um, pass through as spam. So we try to keep it clean and easy to read. And I'll show you a couple more examples as we go. Social media marketing is another piece of your website. You can't have a great website without some social media. But the the idea here is that you can't just have social media icons on your website. Just because you say you have a Facebook page doesn't mean that it's going to help you. You actually have to work at it. So the social media marketing accounts that make the most sense our number one and number two on our list and that's LinkedIn and Facebook so those are the two that we're, we're going to talk about all these but those are the two that matter most for home care specifically so if someone tells you you need to have a million dollar Twitter plan and you're a home care agency I would say you're spending your money in the wrong place the most the two most important um, accounts for a senior service or for home care specifically are LinkedIn and Facebook LinkedIn is professional to professional networking. You should have a full profile. You should join groups that are local to you. You should participate on LinkedIn and turn those online conversations into offline meetings. So if you were to go and look in LinkedIn for some of the healthcare professionals that you'd like to get in to see from a certain hospital, you can connect with those people first on LinkedIn, send them a note. Um, and you know, let them know that you've been trying to get in to see them and you'd like to, to meet or you'd like to chit-chat or whatever it is you want to say to them and hopefully turn that online conversation into a cup of coffee or a breakfast or lunch or something like that. Facebook is your community outreach. So you should have a Facebook business page that's done correctly. That means that it's not made up like a human being's profile. That's against Facebook's terms of service, and it won't do Um, All the things that a Facebook business page will do so you need to set up a Facebook business page You need to make sure content is going into it regularly So every time a blog post goes up on your website boom it should go out to LinkedIn It should go out to Facebook. It should go out to Twitter. It should go out to Pinterest You can automate some of that But you have to make sure you're putting excellent content on your website for it to happen you can create groups and join groups on Facebook, but the most important piece about Facebook is that you participate So here is a screenshot, Um, and this is one of our clients, and I want you to look at my three big green arrows here. So the first one at the top, this article, you can't see the top of the people's heads there, but this content, this links back to content they've written on an authority site that we manage. So this comes from the Approved Senior Network, but guess what? If you were to click on this, it would be by Home Choice Home Care Solutions, which is um, you know, that's great because if you're in that area, it doesn't matter whether it's their website in this case or, or an authority site, it's great that it's written by Home Choice Home Care Solutions. But even better is that these other two articles that you see, these other two green arrows, this is content that links back to their website. So if you want to read why fiber is essential for a senior's healthy diet, all you got to do is click on that little link there or the picture, and boom, you're going back to Home Choice Home Care Solutions website or if you wanna um, look at this article on activities or craft activities for seniors, then you can click on that, that link and it'll take you right back to Home Choice Home Care's website and that's what the object of the game here is. You wanna make sure that people are liking your content and going back to your content and clicking on it and seeing your website over and over and over again. So that is the right thing to do um, on Facebook. This is not the right thing to do. So I blacked out everything so you can't tell who it is, but here is what you want to know. When you hire somebody to do social media marketing for you, um, if they're not providing unique content that goes from your actual website to your Facebook, your Twitter, your LinkedIn, then they probably aren't doing you a whole lot of good. So in other words, it's okay to to post just single pictures or um, just one of this or one of that. But in this case, this picture is really nice, but it links to nothing. And this type of outreach is okay as long as there's a mix of links that go back to your website too. This kind of stuff by itself will do nothing for your website. It will do nothing to get clients. So you have to mix it up. People have to actually, it's okay, if you want to put a cute little meme up there, a picture of a kitten, whatever, that's okay to do once, a, once in a while, a couple times a week, as long as it's interspersed with content that's actually coming from your website. If all you do is post stuff that's coming from the New York Times or the Wall Street Journal or, or, or whatever it is you read um, or articles you think are great, then all you're doing is giving those other websites a bunch of traffic. You're not doing anything for you. So you want to make sure that you um, are doing this sparingly, but actually adding content that comes from your website more often. Okay, um, so Pinterest. For our clients, um, we, uh, we do a post, we create a Pinterest business account for them and we do search search engine optimize their account and their boards. Um, We we set up a business account and we pin all of their blog posts manually to their Pinterest account. So we have one person on our team on Monday who goes back and posts all the content from um, the previous week onto their Pinterest account. Now there are some ways to automate that, but we haven't really come to terms on whether it looks nice or not. So we haven't started doing this automatically, but this is a manual process for our team, but we do that um, every single week. Search engine optimization. You need to know what your keywords are, what your keyword phrase is, and you must know your market. And my question to you is, If you're not using LTC expert publications, but you're using a local person or someone that you know who does SEO, do they know your market? Do they understand that your market is the adult child of the aging parent, the family members, or the well senior? Do they know their age demographic? Do they understand the overwhelm, the financial worry, um, and the emotional stuff that goes into um, asking for help from home care? The keyword phrases, that they, they should be searching for might be a lot different than what your service provider thinks. What we see is that a lot of service providers who are not in the home care market, who do not understand it, will just look up the most frequently searched keyword phrases and they will use that for your SEO, which is incorrect, because the most frequently searched keyword phrases in home care are always going to be those of the job seeker and you may be looking for people for jobs but more importantly you are looking for new clients and if all you do is use job seeker keyword phrases you're not getting anywhere so be wary of that so here's my recap I'm going to go through this quick so for your website you need to make sure it's your, your professional image that's presented it's designed for lead capture it's optimized for your local area it should be mobile responsive it should have a clear call to action unique weekly content, and a tracked phone line for return on investment. Here's a keyword plan that I was just talking about. So it should be prioritized by geography, by keyword phrase. It should be used to search engine optimize the static pages of your website, like the About Us page and the Services page, but it should also be used to guide the weekly blog posts. Continuous content publishing. Your website needs to have a blog post at a minimum of once per week. Three or four times a week would be better. Um, the content should be 100% unique to you, 400 to 500 word posts, optimized for your top keyword priorities. Your blog posts should feed to all your social media automatically and to your monthly newsletter. Um, and you should be publishing news that's about you and the events and people in your local area. Um, for your social media, you should have use Facebook for your community outreach, LinkedIn for professional-to-professional networking. The, the content from your blog, again, should feed to LinkedIn. You should um, boost important posts on Facebook. Uh, you should invite everyone on your email list to like your Facebook page. Your Facebook uh, paid ads, if you want to do that, they can build likes, and they're much more cost-effective than Google AdWords. And of course, you always want to publish your testimonials. Um, For your automated newsletter, we set this up. Here's some more pictures of newsletters. We set this up in an automated fashion. Uh, You want to build the best email list in your territory. So your offline marketing, your direct referral marketing, get all those business cards and turn them into folks that you engage with in your online marketing. You should publish info regularly so that you have a nice um, big newsletter. And then authority site publishing. Um, for our clients, we have lots of authority sites across the country that that talk about Alzheimer's care, aging veterans care, home care options, reducing hospital readmission rates, caregiver stress, and senior home safety. Um, and we put articles, we ghostwrite articles for our clients and put them on all of these authority sites. And they can use, print them out, and use them as leave behinds as well reputation management that's your testimonials you want to make sure you're using a testimonial service that lets you choose which ones you make live and which ones you take care of privately like senior service reviews Um, you want a high volume of positive testimonials um, that are searchable by your key towns and distributed to Facebook um, that's in a format that's acceptable to Google and uh, senior service reviews is that site this is what it looks like when you put it all together. This is your website right here, and this is all the back and forth information that happens from your newsletter to your website, from your social media, back and forth, from senior service reviews, back and forth, from reputation management, from your authority site, all of these articles. They give you links back to your website and social media that goes back and forth. So everything we do rolls in a circle and it all helps each other. But you have to have lots of it and you have to do it all the time to make it work. Um, If your SEO team or your... Um, web developer is not providing you with reporting, here's what we recommend. Um, You should get a keyword plan for your local territory. You should have access to your track phone lines so you can look at those. You should get social media publishing reports, monthly performance reports, active SEO management reports, um, and consultations on the phone as needed. And this is a picture of a client that just started and here's some of their keyword phrases and here's their position on Google. So we give that report to our clients every single month so they always know where they are. And what about franchise owners? So if you own a franchise office location, um, there are solutions for you. Uh, And if you can't change your website very much, that's okay. You can still have content. Um, You can still blog post. You can still be linked to authority sites. You can still do your social media. You can still get testimonials and you can still do e-newsletters. So even if you can't change anything about your static website because your franchisor um, is is in charge of that and directs how that looks and what it says, that's okay. There are still a ton of other options that you have um, that will allow you to take advantage of all this stuff. So you can still do all of these other things even if you're a franchise owner. So we work with a lot of franchises out there. Here's just a handful of them that we put out there that that we work with. So if you're one of these franchises, we certainly would like to work with you. So I'm gonna answer a couple of questions that we get frequently. And this is the first one. I'm friends with a guy or gal in my local chamber group who does SEO and websites. Should I use him or her? And here is my opinion and my answer. So I would do this. Um, I would ask them these questions. Have they ever worked with a home care agency before? Do they understand the needs of the adult child of the aging parent? Have they personally experienced an elder care issue? Are they going to provide weekly content, unique content, not copied from somewhere else? Do they know what Google Authorship is and will they implement that for you? Now, Google Authorship isn't a program that Google um, highlights anymore. They kind of backed off of it. But when we put a, a client's information together, we always make sure that Google recognizes them as the author of every post on their website. And the reason we do that is because it does make for better SEO. Do they have access to elder care authority sites where they can post articles for you? And do they really know what keywords are correct for home care? And hint, it's not necessarily the word home care, it's some version of that. It is home care, but there are lots of other versions. Home health aid would not be a keyword phrase that people type in necessarily for consumers looking for care, it's a job seeker keyword phrase. So there's lots of um, um, information out there about job seeker keyword phrases versus what a consumer will type in so i would ask those questions and then we get this question what about google adwords should i be using google adwords and here's my response to that so you look you're looking at a page right here where i typed in a search for home care new york and these are the results so from the top on the left we're going to look at this together so you know what's what so the paid search is at the top if you and this is this is sort of From our experience and from others who have talked to us about AdWords this is what happens this is specific to home care now it doesn't mean it's going to happen with plumbers and roofers and lawyers this is specific to home care that's why you need to be very careful about AdWords in the home care market in the home care market if you spend a thousand dollars per month on AdWords let's say that's your budget 800 will go to employment seekers 200 of that budget will go to real people who need care or or you'll have some competitors clicking on your links. AdWords experts outside of the home care industry do not understand that concept, so you have to be careful. If you were to spend $300 a month on AdWords, the ratio is no longer the 80-20 rule, it's much worse. It's the 95-5 rule. So the less you spend, the more you're going to waste your clicks on job seekers and the more you and the less you're going to have to spend on people who really need help. So that is um, my opinion and some of the feedback that we've gotten over the last eight years on AdWords for home care. Um, so the next thing in the middle there, my big yellow arrow arrow, is the maps. Now the maps are, are handled much differently now than they used to be. So there's no longer seven spots, there's only three. Some people will tell you that you have to have Google reviews to show up in this area, but that's not necessarily true. It's great if you have some um, Google reviews, it would be awesome, Um, but if you don't have any, that's not gonna make you or break you. Um, We've seen this over and over again. Obviously, two out of three home care agencies in this search do not have uh, Google reviews, And, and also, The Google Google Maps are now very much dependent on your location when you do the search, so keep that in mind. The proximity of you um, to that actual home care agency is going to be a determining factor in what you see on these maps. Now, I was sitting in St. Louis, Missouri when I did this, Um, so it didn't make a whole lot of difference for me, Um, but uh, it would make a difference if you were sitting in New York City organic search results come after that and they are down there at the bottom of the page. Um, So that's kind of how it works and that is what you're seeing when you're looking at yourself on Google or you're trying to search for yourself frantically and that's my opinion on the Google AdWords scene. Okay, so get real help. uh, Go to our website at ltcsocialmark.com. You can fill out our form. You can call us at 888-404-1513. You can email George at george at ltcep.com. He will give you pricing and information and a smart conversation about real needs versus your budget versus doing nothing at all. Um, So you're welcome to contact us. I will take questions now, so if you do have questions, you want to type them into the questions pane and I will happily answer them for you. So if you have questions about what your website should look like on the home page versus what it should have as far as the contents, um, the, the, the content of blog posts, testimonials, uh, social media, any of those questions, I'm happy to answer those for you. Um, I'm going to open up the questions thing and see if we have any questions. Let's see here. Hold on a second. I see. Oh, the Meet website is located in England. Yes, thank you so much. Please provide a list of items that should be included in the newsletter. In your newsletter, you need to make sure all of the blog posts, we do it in automated fashion, so our newsletter system takes all the blog posts from your website, turns them into excerpts, and just lists the title, the first paragraph or two of that article, and a Read More button. So when you use MailChimp or Campaign Monitor, those two systems have an RSS to Newsletter feature that allows you to just go ahead and and put in your RSS feed, and then it creates the newsletter for you. In the header of your newsletter, you should always have your Kosher logo, your right colors, your phone number, and any social media that you want to have. But otherwise, um, that's pretty much all you need to do if you want to do an automated newsletter. Just articles, you want it to be easy to read. People should be able to scroll through, click on a link they want to read, which will take them right back to your website, and that's um, exactly what you want to have done. Does anybody else have questions about this presentation, about social media, about their website in general? I'd be happy to answer them. And if not, We will call it a day. Okay, I'm not seeing anybody typing. All right, that's cool. All right. So um, thank you very much, everybody. And I will send out the replay of this recording. You will receive that shortly. um, And we'll talk again soon. Thanks, everybody. Bye-bye.